Now, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, very good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Mike. The Fed have spoken. Yeah, just came out at 6 o'clock this morning, so uh, breaking news. Uh, look, there was talk leading into this about what was called a, a hawkish pause. In other words, you know, taking a break from putting the rate up, but still signalling sort of potential for further moves. Uh, and in recent days, the market has been reassessing the sort of speed with which uh, the Fed funds rate will get reduced. And actually, that was all pretty prescient because that's kind of what we got. Uh, the Fed has held the target range of the Fed funds rate uh, in the range of five to five and a quarter. Uh, there was a unanimous vote to that, so they were all in agreement. They basically said they're allowing time for the FOMC to assess further data. Uh, they've made a few changes to their statement. So they talk about the additional of additional, the extent, sorry, of additional firming will hinge on the economy now. So those two key words there, additional firming, means that they want to put the rate potentially higher. They're saying that it may be appropriate. So they have this thing called the dot plots, which sort of looks at the median forecast for where the Fed funds rate will be. And that is indicating that there's consensus in the FOMC there'll be two more rate hikes before the end of the year. So you'll get that Fed funds rate up around 5.6. Now that is higher than expected. So that is the hawkish pause that's been talked about. Uh, they give forecasts in this release. They're talking about economic growth going. Uh, those forecasts are higher. Core inflation probably a little higher than expected as well. Unemployment projections also a little lower. So in other words, the economy staying a little bit warmer mm. for a little bit longer. So economic activity is continuing to expand. So I think, Mike, the market had probably been overly optimistic about cuts leading into this. So what we've seen is we've seen uh, the share market sort of fall on this news. Not not enormously, but they have fallen from where they were previously. And we've also seen interest rates go up again. You know, we're sort of looking at a two-year rate that's gone up from 4.62 to 4.78. Uh, the thing is, Mike, uh, Jerome Powell gives a press conference at 630 that tends to have more sort of more duration in terms of its impact on the market. So we have to wait for that. But they, yeah, the hawkish pause call beforehand looks like it was probably about right. Okay, current account. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot, haven't we, New Zealand current account. Essentially, the current account records the difference between what we spend overseas versus what we earn, and concern has been mounting over the sheer size of the current account deficit. The previous outcome was 8.9% of GDP. That was revised up yesterday to 9% of GDP. Uh, the good news is that the current account has narrowed a little bit to 8.5% of GDP. Seasonally adjusted, $8.3 billion. Previously, it was $9.2 billion. Uh, look, it has improved marginally, but Mike, it is still unsustainably high. The annual number, 33 billion. It's improved slightly from 34.4 billion. Uh, looking at some of the detail, the decline. Look, Mike, there's a thing in here. The decline was assisted <clears throat> by a rather large conceptual adjustment, which reduced imports by 1.7 billion. Now, I have to admit, Mike, I know a few things, but I'm not sure exactly what a conceptual adjustment is. So I'll have to do a little bit more work on that. Uh, there's a heck of a lot larger than that number has been previously. Uh, profits of overseas businesses also lower. That's consistent with lower business profits generally. That helps the current account deficit. But Mike, to fix this, we need to import less and export more or get better prices for our exports and more inbound tourists really helps as well. I want to make a couple of comments. Uh, I want to draw attention to our net international liability exactly. position. Again, nobody looks at this stuff, right? 
although it did narrow, it's still sitting at $189 billion. That's a very large number. That's almost 50% of GDP. Um, I also think we should note the stance of the credit agencies. I think you referred to this as well. Credit, current uh, account deficit is a key credit risk. Uh, so S&P Global Ratings talked about this yesterday. IMF have talked about this. The deficit is still deeper than they expect it to be. They think it will narrow as our economy cools and we sort of import less. But, Mike, it's a key vulnerability. And at current levels, we are very susceptible to shocks. Government spending doesn't help. Higher fiscal and current account deficits could lead to downward pressure on our AA-plus right. foreign currency rating. That's what they say. Uh, just quick comment on GDP, Mike, today. Plus 0.1 or minus 0.1 doesn't really matter. Yep. Feels you know, like it doesn't really matter. It's still horrible. Exactly. What are the numbers? Okay, so the Dow Jones, as I'm looking at it, is uh, down about 400 points. That's just over 1%, 33,827. Uh, the S&P 500 is down 13 points, 4355, down 0.3%. And the NASDAQ is at 13,484. That's down 0.66%. Uh, they will steady as we uh, as we see Jerome Powell speak. Uh, the FTSE 100, 7602, it was up 8. Uh, the Nikkei, 33,502, it was up just under 1.5%. Shanghai Composite fell 5, 3228. Uh, in Aussie yesterday, they gained 0.32%, 7161, the close there, and we gained 26 points on the index 50, 11,678. Kiwi dollar, 0.6173 against the US, 0.9131 Aussie, 0.5713 Euro, 0.4884 pounds, 86.48 yen. Uh, $1,940 is the gold price, and Brent crude, $73.77. Have a good one, mate. Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz.